When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hour two of the show comes your way here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Worldwide on our free app for your phone. That's right, the app is free. Just search for 93.7 The Ticket in your app store or on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. That's how you can watch any of your favorite 93.7 The Ticket shows live or the replays. As soon as we broadcasted there, you can go back and watch it. So definitely do that. Check out the podcast wherever it is you get them. And the best way to enjoy uh, replays or rebroadcasts of our shows is over a hot, fresh plate of Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, our beloved show sponsor. Yes, yes, yes. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Southern Sweet Heat still on my mind. Let's mm. go. Colorado still on your mind at all? Yeah, man, got a, a good bit. got a good call. There's two available. I might be Ooh. able to sneak, and and I'm just waiting to uh, confirm. Obviously, I'm here on the on uh, the TicketFM.com 93.7, and uh, uh, I have to kind of wasn't able to kind of solidify it and and uh, lock it down. But they're gonna call me back, so we'll see. I might not end up at Blur. I might end up in the stadium. We'll see what it looks like. You can do both. You you start at Blur and then move inside for the game. You I know. could. There's no saying you can't I do could. both. You're absolutely right about that. You're Eric Strickland. However Best we get it worlds. started. However we get it started. But there's going to be some uh, some great Husker faithful out there as well. It'd be nice to meet up with a few and shake some hands and say hello as well. I do think it's funny. We, we should mention this. There's an article going around today about how Colorado projects that it'll be 60% Colorado fans and 40% Nebraska fans. I believe it. That's just hilarious to me because they're framing it as, ha look at us. We kept Nebraska fans out. There's going to be more of us than you. Well, yeah, they're supposed to be. It's a home game. Yeah, but for, that's kind of weird, isn't it? 40% that's Nebraska fans, if that's actually what it gets to for Dion's home debut, I think that's already a win for Nebraska. If those fans can, can stay loud, um, you know, be involved in the game, I was expecting 80-20 Colorado. I mean, I'm I, not going to lie. Uh, Nebraska travels well. I, I don't care what it is. They travel well. I mean, you saw what they were able to do for the women's volleyball night. I mean, 92,000 and what? One three. or three, mm-hmm. ninety-two thousand people showed up, and and listen, I flew out that next morning. They came from everywhere. 
They were, I mean, they were getting on planes, going back to wherever they're going to. So you got to figure that um, one of the things I loved about the Nebraska fans and why I chose to come here is because you've got Nebraskans or Arizonans for Nebraskans. You've got Californians for Nebraskans. You've got New Yorkers for Nebraskans. I mean, I'm telling you, when we played in the NIT, we're on the East Coast. I mean, we had a bad season as we felt, but we made a nice little run. We didn't we didn't have any expectations of anything. But my gosh, when you have St. Joseph's who's from Philly, Philly. it's a short freaking drive. Not not even what an hour less than an hour and a half. From there to the garden. From there to the garden. Mm-hmm. You have that kind of short drive, but we had more red in there than they had in in the in the building. And 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 that that blew me away. That just tells me why this is a, this is the case with this Nebraska travels well, mm-hmm. and they're going to show up, and hopefully we'll have uh, something good to see. Because I'm, I'm, I'm really know that the faithful is going to be there. There's no question. Husker fans, stay on your best the behavior. Best. Don't don't the stoop best. don't stoop to Colorado level. We, we've all heard the stories from from the '90s and how that that's gone over before. Stay yeah. above it. Rise above it. Be classy. We've always it's gonna been be hard. That's one thing we've. You can do it. We believe in you. Any any anybody that has ever come into the Nebraska stadium or have come into a Nebraska building has always said they're some of the the nicest and the best fans. Because I've been to some nasty places. Um, there's some nasty fans and people out there. It's it's crazy, but um, I think that Nebraska fans will rise above it. There's no there's no question. Yes, I. You know, Colorado is a very loose, liberal-minded city. They're going to be nasty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not to say that liberal people are nasty. I'm just saying yeah. their 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 mindset is you know brash and brazen and uh, in your face and so forth and so on. And and you're probably going to get some of that, especially if there's going to be alcohol in the building. You you definitely just be aware. Just be aware. It's going to probably happen. So you you know stay in and rise above it. Plenty of Husker fans headed out to Boulder. Again, keep up the good work, be classy. But also three Huskers making the trip out to Boulder, uh, Matt Rule said, are all available to play in some capacity. We'll start on defense. First of all, Nick Henrich uh, banged up, didn't play last week. John Bullock gets the start instead of him. I think overall that that's good for Nebraska to have a guy like Nick Henrich back. I'm not sure that Colorado's the right type of game for him. I don't know if he has the athleticism necessary to consistently hang against Colorado. I think he would have been better in a Minnesota type of game. The guy I'm excited for, Strick, is Jamari Butler. Chief Porter's got the start at Jack. MJ Sherman played. Neither one of them really made an impact. Mm -hmm. Having another guy that's athletic like Jamari Butler that I think is hungry to finally prove himself and carve out a consistent niche, if he's healthy and full go, maybe he has a game kind of like Javen Wright did at the rover position. Mm -hmm. I love getting Jamari Butler back for Nebraska. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's pretty good. Um... You know, we know that, um, like you said, Henrich and and Prohasco be available. How much? I I, I really feel bad for the big fella. But listen, he's dang near seven foot. You know, it's unfortunate. There's so many roll-up opportunities when you're talking about that kind of size. And Mm -hmm. and, and it can happen usually at those positions when it does. It can happen from running backs, running off of tackle. It's just that size and that length. I mean, again, I think one of the things he needed to work on is hips. Dropping hips, being lower and leveraging lower than being more straight up in in his approaches or his attacks because – um, that's that's just something that comes with that size. You know, I, I think what probably some of the tallest was were probably six eight, 
You got probably. a figure. You got mm-hmm. so you've got a thing, you know, two, three inches taller than that, you know, is what you're dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping he can get back and, and use some of that. But it does work well for you with defensive ends coming off the edge and you got that long extension, you're able to put some hands on some people. Mm-hmm. And um hopefully we can get to see a little bit of him in this game and get back in shape. It sounds like he's the one that would play the least of the three. Sounds like Henrich and Butler are closer to 100%. Um, well, the running game with Hendricks is going to definitely be needed. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so I do think there's a role for Prohaska. I just don't know if he, he gets back in a starting role, especially because he's been banged up basically all fall camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Turner Corcoran was bad enough to warrant you know, losing his job right away due to injury. But again, I'm still a proponent of move Corcoran inside. Put him at guard. Let him be kind of that swing guy if you need him. But it, it's better to have those three guys available regardless of how much they play than be without him. Nebraska can bring them all. They can bring 77, 78 guys instead of the 74 they could up to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But that, that to me, Strick, I think really jumps us off into this discussion too. We had it a little bit at the end of happy hour um, I think we can rephrase it, reframe it a little bit. Similar track, not the same. Who are the most important players in this matchup for Nebraska? Let's start on offense. To you, who's the most important player for the Nebraska offense to have success against Colorado? It's definitely got to be, for me, it's got to be Gabe Irving. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to work down and you've got to say, uh, Jeff Sims, he's got to take care of the ball. I mean, if, 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 if you're... If you have the type of night that you had against Minnesota, it's just not gonna, it's not gonna go well for you, uh, especially on the road. Like, like when you're on the road, there's certain things that you gotta do in order to pull off upsets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in basketball, it's it's minimizing turnovers because you try to keep the crowd out of it. It's taking good shots so that you can make sure that you eliminate runs or you can push runs yourself. It's attacking the basket. That means working the ball and getting getting to the free throw line and taking some of the ease off of that, getting yourself rested and, and able to continue to stay fresh in your mind because mm-hmm. there are going to be runs from the, uh, from the home team. It's just always going to happen. But you've got to have a, a mindset of how to st- stop the bleeding, put a tourniquet on it or shut off the doggone valve so it's not just pouring out, right? Mm -hmm. In football, it's the same. You've got to keep the crowd out of it. What gets crowds in it? Mishaps, turnovers, sacks, Mm -hmm. all the things that you do, big plays, all of those things is what you've got to try to minimize. If you can minimize that, um, the intensity of the crowd will begin to start to, you know, meal out a little bit even out a little bit and if you can do that throughout the game you give yourself a chance to win because guess what it's important to be able to hear it's important for the line to be able to know snaps snap counts and slaps or whatever your your silent counts are Mm -hmm. um to have understanding it's it's also um um, a way to just moving the chains keeps all of those things are important in football man Absolutely. Two-card money. Uh- What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Uh, on the YouTube stream, thanks for tuning in, agrees. He says Irvin and Sims are, are the top two answers. He picks Fedoni as his sleeper choice. I am not going to say Thomas Fedoni's name until he actually does something. Yeah. Until he has a catch, he's just a guy. Mm-hmm. Give me Nate Borkature as a guy like that, because I think he's an extra body that can move that one-handed snag <laughs> you're mentioning. <laughs> Looking at Colorado's linebackers, they're significantly smaller than Borkature. Yeah. He's not going to be an explosive play guy, but to me... He needs to be op- option one on you know third and seven or less if you if you have to throw the ball. Even if you get in, in the, the middle zone. of them, sit down and squat. He was open on post that up. dog. On, post up. Mm-hmm. Get in there. Sit in between the linebackers. Be ready to step forward and make a catch. Hit him in the numbers. Yeah. Fall down. Yeah. Keep the chains moving. I think Nate Borkature can have a big game if Jeff Sims looks for him. But Strick, more so than any player, I have to go back to some things Matt Rule was talking about at his press conference today. Um he was asked about getting certain guys more involved in, in the wide receiving room, but also getting the running game going. And Matt Rule said, yeah, I mean, we, we should want to get our running backs more carries. I mean, Gabe Irvin had seven carries for 55 yards. You know, when a guy averages eight yards a carry, we should get him the ball more. That, to me, maybe I'm reading too far into it, was directed at Marcus Satterfield. Yeah. Matt Rule also said, yeah, we'll have to you know, get Josh Fleeks and Billy Kemp the ball more. I get it, Matt Rule's not calling the plays, but he's the head coach. If he wants guys on the field that he trusts, Mm -hmm. he should have the final say in that and say, hey, Marcus Satterfield, these are the personnel that I think we trust, right? Let's get these guys on the field. Marcus Satterfield has to have a better game. Yeah, I agree. And and let me throw this out to you and also to the the Satterfield-Hammond text text line, 402-464-5685. How long? uh, I think there needs to be a bounce back mentally big time for who mentally for well what do you think well the whole team i know that but (laughs) in the running in the running back room ag anthony grant ag right ag the second the real ag right yeah not not the green but the the grant Mm -hmm. not the green but the grant now Mm -hmm. i think um so here's my question to you how far in the doghouse if you're a coach does he go, or do you try to bring him back out, or is this game too magnanimous for the mental state to try to figure it out if you have it or not? Is it more Ramir Johnson, or is it more um, Anthony Grant? Just, 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 just that's how I, just throwing it out. Well, there, there's a balance there, right? Because you want to play Anthony Graham because you know what the talent level is, you know what he's done before, and you think he can help your team. But also, you can't reward him if he's going to continually fall short, whereas Gabe Irvin and Ramir Johnson have done what's asked of them. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not the biggest fan of Ramir Johnson as a, a number one every down running back. As a change of pace guy from Gabe Irvin, I think Ramir Johnson does have the speed to get to the sideline on some of Colorado's guys. Be a big play threat that we haven't seen Gabe Irvin be consistently yet. Gabe Irvin's going to be your hammer. There's got to be a role for Anthony Grant. You can't just say, oh, you fumbled once in the opener you're on the bench for the rest of the season, right? He needs those chances to work his way back into your favor. But there's a point where you give him too many carries as as chances to prove himself and not enough for guys like Irvin and Johnson who have done what's asked of them. Yeah, and, and, and I'm going to consistently harp on this. 
because I saw signs of it. And I think as I'm going to allude to the fact of what you're talking about for Satterfield um, uh, is that I want to see Ramir. John. I, I just keep thinking back about the James White and Tom Brady connection and Burkhead and just how effective they are in the pass game. We saw a big first down coming out of the backfield with Ramir Johnson. I think we've got to use him. I think we've got to use him on angle plays, getting out there in open field against the linebackers, running them on on uh, on outs. So it like so so for example, say you have you you have um, Ramir Johnson on the left side of Jeff Sims. You have um, Borkacher or whatever the tight end on that that mm-hmm. strong side as well. You run run a vertical route with the, the tight end. Check the seams. See if something breaks down, and run a deep out with um, one of the receivers. I don't care who. Run a ten and Washington. Out. Run a ten and out. Any of Bullock, them. Any, yeah. And then you run Ramir Johnson with an option route to either run him on an out underneath if it's going to be a man coverage or you run him. I think they're going to probably go more man because they're going to try to stop the run. So that, that's mm-hmm. just my opinion. Or you run him on an angle to get him to figure out what that linebacker is doing. Now, you've got to do this on a man-to-man uh, mm-hmm. call, but on a zone it's not going to work, if, especially if it's a if, if it's a uh, um, a uh, two-deep two zone with, mm-hmm. with the cornerbacks kind of playing the flats. That's not going to work. To your, to your question about Anthony Grant, too, um, Brad in, uh, Brad says, start benching linemen for penalties in the red zone. I think you're deeper at running back than you are on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get I get the theory, and I, I would like to agree. I just don't know what Nebraska has behind its starting offensive line, especially if these guys are coming in cold and they haven't played snaps before. I think then you run the risk of them being even jumpier than the last guy. To your, to your point on Ramirez as well, uh, Notorious BIB says Ramirez should be in the slot as a receiver. I'm with you. I think man coverage is a lot of what Colorado wants to do because I think Charles Kelly is going to trust his athletes to go one-on-one, that they're going to be better than <laughs> right. Nebraska's guys athletically. We saw or we thought we were going to see Ramirez Johnson as a slot receiver last year, but here's the thing. This is going to be huge on Jeff Sims, I think more than anyone, partly on Marcus Satterfield. Uh, this is a guy that I hope is up in the box and seeing these things, but maybe Jeff Sims later. If you start Ramir Johnson out in the slot and there's a nickel corner on him, you bring his butt in the backfield and you run it. Run it. If mm. you, or if there's a linebacker on the field in man coverage, you motion Ramir out to the slot, there you then go. you give him that route, right? You can play mm-hmm. the matchups with a guy like that, right? But if yeah. you have a linebacker on Ramir Johnson – and, you know, he's lined up in the backfield. Don't run the ball. That, that's yeah. a mismatch for Colorado. Yeah, you don't want to see a three-wide receiver look and and make make them adjust to a nickel, like mm-hmm. you said. You want to – or even put a safety on them. You want, you want to basically – they're going to show you a man look, and then they're going to adjust. See, they're going to adjust. Eventually, they're going to adjust, and they're going to just basically shift the linebacker to the tight end and then run the – you know, then you've got to figure out how to get him to the opposite side to get him on the up. You know, so it's 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 games you play, but I think those I think you're onto something with that. I think you have to show them one look. You know, let them think that you're in base or that that you're in base packages, and mm-hmm. then run out into create mismatch situations. Uh, because if you're in the zone, I think you would hope with a two route option for Jeff Sims, he can get and figure out two routes. I'm still worried about him coming off of two routes. I still think it's a one route dump off run. 
mentality. I think, <laughs> unfortunately, right now, I just don't feel confident in him coming off, getting to the second, or even going left. He's got to learn how to move his eyes, though. That's so important. Um, I think with these safeties and with these DBs, you've got to move them, you, especially if they're in zone. Do not focus on one guy. You've got to be able to make him think you're going middle, shift him over, and then come back on a dig coming to the left side. You've got to do that. If they don't do that, you're going to be in trouble. Absolutely. Um, Two Card Monty on the YouTube stream again says, thoughts on run plays to the outside with pulling linemen to lay big hits on Travis Hunter, get in his head, then run Marcus Washington on play-action pass. I said something similar. I don't know if linemen on Travis Hunter works all that well. Dude's a freak athlete. Dude is insane. He'll see it coming from a mile away. To me, you engage Travis Hunter with whoever that wide receiver is, right? This is where I love the idea of an Alex Bullock or a Ty Hahn even a, you know, Fedonia or Borkature in space, get those guys out there that can, you know, have a shot of getting hands on. If it's a lineman, Travis Hunter's running around. Him. It's very similar in the basketball realm of what a game plan was against Steph Curry, right? You mm-hmm. be physical with him. You mm-hmm. put body on him. You post him up. You bang him because you want to take them legs out so that that three. That's yep. what you're, that's what you're mm-hmm. getting at when you're just, all, all you're trying to do is make him work. You don't want him to have – now, he's in great shape. You don't want him to have so much energy that he's freaking playing 111 plays on both sides of the ball. You just don't – you don't want that. You want him to be over there sucking air because he's having to work so hard and getting blocked all day. Yeah. Yep, and I think you do that with the receivers, not the offensive linemen. Um, that's at least my thought with it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, hit him. Hit him. Even be that, because if him. you're physical and you're driving from the receiver spot, mm-hmm. you're still going to have to take it on and read and then either have to – you're going to have to expend energy mm-hmm. either way. So I, I, I like where you're going with that. I'm putting an IHOP Village in Cracker Barrel breakfast on whichever wide receiver pancakes him the most. Yeah. Right? Get, get him to the ground. Because then by the end of the game, you're being that physical, you're being that physical – He's going to be frustrated that he hasn't been able to make a play, hasn't been able to get his hands on on, a, on an interception. He's going to try even harder to make a play and get him on a double move later when he's tired. I like it. Trying so hard to make a play. So definitely get the theory. Uh, let's let's take a break right now. We didn't really talk much about the defense. I think there's a lot of guys that are interesting to talk about for the Nebraska defense. Who are some of those important guys? And Ben on the text line, I, I told you we'd get to your question. It's still in the back of our mind. Um, just how big is this game? Just how important is this game? For this Nebraska team and this program, what does it mean? We'll dive into that and more as we continue here on The Block. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 